0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you, inky savages, are joining us for episode number one hundred and forty-eight of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. I hope you guys celebrated and had a very merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, if not, then I just hope you had a good time over the weekend, right?
1: Just a merry time,
0: right? Just a merry time, just right? m e r r y, m e r r y. So merry Christmas, even though it's past, and merry Sunday if you don't celebrate Christmas and whatever, if there was any any holidays, because I don't keep track of holidays or birthdays that well. I think
1: Hanukkah is finishing up or has finished up the 8th. If it yeah. has, if Ninth. it has finished,
0: I hope you enjoyed Hanukkah. If it has not finished, I hope you're enjoying Hanukkah. All right, so let's just cover winter all solstice, bases. Just, right, winter solstice. Anything yeah. out there that is celebratory, if you celebrate it over the past weekend, I hope you enjoyed it. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us, some Seinfeld and stuff like that. All right, cool. So, happy everybody. I'm so glad that You guys are joining us for episode number 148. I want to thank my sponsors Goldspot Pens and please check them out using my affiliate link in the description below. Click on that link and make sure to use coupon code potato. This will probably be the last week that potato will be working because in the new year we're gonna update the code word, the coupon code. But use coupon code potato for an additional discount on all the products on the Goldspot websites. Not all. Some. Most of it. Most of the stuff. There's a few brands that think they're better than they are and they don't want to discount stuff. So, so I love how Tom cringes when I say stuff that he doesn't like condone. Right? No. That's it's like, the wrong uh, word. These, these, these terrible brands that just will <laughs> discounts at all. It's like, no, No. I'm not saying they're terrible brands. I'm just saying they think they're better than they are. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just being bitter because they're they're above discounts. Right. They're too above discounts. So I'm being bitter and I'm throwing shade because it's fun and everybody knows I'm just joking. So anyway, I love those brands, just not as much as the brands that do the discounts. So use coupon code potato at the affiliate link for Goldspot pens website that you can find in the description below. So we're supposed to talk this week on behalf of Luxury Brands of America, the other sponsor for the Pentertainment pen podcast, we're going to talk about a pen released by our good friends over at Bennu. And to talk about that is my good friend, the Odd Oink. Take it away. Yeah, I
1: got to do a little bit of an ad read for right. the beginning of this podcast episode. Yep. So we are talking about the Bennu euphoria. What better way to ring in the new year if you are preferential to just hanging in, spending time with a good book reading, writing, with a fountain pen and some stationery or, or a journal, this can be the pen that you invite to your party for New Year's Eve. The Bennu Euphoria New Year's 2023 fountain pen is a gorgeous green, which I know is Roy's jam as far as oh. colors are concerned. Love so green. it's got this beautiful green sparkly gold silver shimmer body, only the way that you would imagine Bennu would do it, which is just over-the-top extravagant, super mm-hmm. sparkly, glittery, and also has a green translucent cap ring and a green front grip section, too, to go along with everything. And uh, and it's also got its multiple faceted sides so that when you're turning it in the light, as you would, like if you're just kind of mesmerized by it, which you can't help but be mesmerized mm-hmm. by this pen, this and so you would just see it see the light kind of hitting it in these different facets and just all of the parts of it just come alive and glow and sparkle. So uh, this is available uh, at, at the or- aforementioned Goldspot Pens uh, or other retailers that carry Bennu products. And it is limited to 500 numbered pieces. So the number is actually engraved on the back of the cap ring, and we'll have your particular number on there. So it's not something that's going to be around for a while. And if you are interested in this green, awesome sparkly pen, I would suggest going and getting one as soon as possible, possibly before the year ends up. So if you have like an office budget and you, you know, need to spend it before the 31st, maybe the, this might be one that you could go for, or you're just looking to start off the new year right, W-R-I-T, and uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I see what do you the there. Bennu Euphoria 2023 special limited edition.
0: I like it. I like that. Uh, Good job with that read. Was that written out? Did you read it or did you actually just make all that stuff up? I just – I brought
1: up the pen on a different screen and I was just going ad-lib style, just looking at it and just describing it as I saw it there. Just
0: excellent job with that. Thank you. We'll talk about more about it because I'm impressed because I thought you were reading because it was so well put together. You're just getting so good at this. You've been so good at it. I remember when you first started – well, when I first started watching you do videos – it was like someone who was uncomfortable with themselves talking on camera mm-hmm. while being uncomfortable talking on camera. That's yeah. how you were. Yeah. Definitely not anymore. It like, doesn't
1: come second nature to, you know, I think anybody no. really. It's, no, it's, it
0: doesn't. Everybody yeah. hates the sound of their own voice. Everybody doesn't mm. like that pressure of knowing yeah. that they're being recorded and knowing that, but like now it's like you're completely a natural, but we gotta move on to brlcoffeeco.com. I was just hanging out with my good friend Neil and yeah coffee that's what she said mug well that's not available <laughs> on the brlcoffeeco.com no, website but in. please please check out the brlcoffeeco.com website and use coupon code roy for an additional savings on all products on the brlcoffeeco.com website be sure to use that coupon code because everything is discounted get an additional discount on all the great products including mugs including stickers swag but most importantly Beyond all the things is the greatest and best coffee beans ever created in the history of anything ever created ever in various different flavors and depths and darknesses, right? This is one of the best coffees in the world. My favorite is Kiss of Life. It has a very berry flavor profile and it's a blonder roast, which has a higher caffeine content, but it's so smooth and it doesn't give you the crackhead jitters, which is always a good thing when you're buying coffee so please check out brlcoffeeco.com and use coupon code roy at, at checkout thank you for joining us for episode number 148 of the penboy roy pentertainment podcast before we get started i just want to give you guys a quick disclaimer this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words both from tom and i mostly from me so be forewarned you have been warned now on the podcast the, the penboy Pen roy, roy, roy entertainment podcast. podcast stage savage
1: and the cable that's coming from my earbuds so that's why i'm being more gesticulating oh, when you're doing just the, doing like the little the hand, thing and the stuff. Hand thing. i don't have any because yeah. i would always have to worry about pulling out the wire out of my earbuds
0: yeah that's understandable so while we were doing the sponsorship i really i really want to spend another minute or so complimenting you on I guess, stage presence that you've developed over the last couple of years, right? Well, thank you. Yeah. And like (laughs) I said before, by the way, while you were doing that read, you know what I was doing? I was unscrewing, I was unscrewing nibs from my Conklin pens and I was dropping them in like a quarter bottle of water. Okay. Because yeah, the whole nib units, because I realized I had inked them up like six months ago that's and... like your improvised
1: uh, ultrasonic cleaner. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I can and then I'm just going to let it soak overnight. Just let it let it soak, let it become weaker the ink particles that are probably gunking up. Oh, oh, from... oh.
1: Do this. You have a subwoofer by a chance? <laughs> yeah. So so you could like set up a playlist of like what they call uh, uh what is it called? Uh white noise, uh, uh, uh brown noise. So you could mm-hmm. do like the brown noise like never heard of that it it's it's not brown note it's not like the south park episode where they play the brown note and everybody shits themselves it's brown noise it's Uh like it's like uh it's like a soothing sort of noise that you could go to sleep with so you have that going on on the subwoofer and you have that sitting on top of it this poor man's ultrasonic cleaner boom
0: i like it what's the difference between
1: brown noise and white noise uh that i I don't know. I just know that like white noise is more for kind of I think isolating and concentration. That's and like then the, the brown shh, noise. I think it's more relaxing. Right? Yeah, I see because
0: yeah. white noise is what when I hear the word white noise, I think of like a television back in the day when television had knobs to turn the channel. Mm-hmm. It would be like two, three years. You know, you, yeah, yeah, and then you get to a channel that doesn't pick up any reception. It's just right. Yep. That's to me white noise. It's also that really it really creeped me out scared the shit out of me when i was younger was a movie called white noise with michael keaton where the dead were actually communicating with the living and haunting them through the white noise Ooh, so but anyway i don't know why i just saw that so my adhd is kicking in in overdrive but yeah going back to your stage presence has gotten so much better not that i'm the critique or the the master of stage presence but i just do remember just back in 2017 and early 2018, watching your videos on goldspot.com. And this was just before we started working together thinking, you know, standard videos, informative and stuff like that. But me being who I am, I'm always kind of looking for something that's more entertaining because I have such a disability to concentrate when I'm looking stuff up or looking for information and whatnot, right? So like I notice Mm -hmm. I'll skip through the video or I'll think about other things and stuff like that. But between then and now you've really mastered the art of condensing like the information you want, right? You put, you put down a lot of information within like a 30 second clip, but that's also adapting to TikTok and adapting to the short form videos that are out there, right? right? Which is, you know, really impressive. I haven't adapted to those things. I've been very busy with work these days, so that's why I haven't done that. But I started to, and I was on a roll, and then things, life got in the way and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for myself by in any way, shape, or form. But mm-hmm. I do want to give credit to Hulser, Brian Hulser, right? And the reason why is because before TikTok was even TikTok, it was something else called Musical.ly, right? Yes. So before all these like 15 second 30 second short form videos were even out I remember he was having a conversation with me and he was just trying to convince me hey listen I know you like doing reviews I'm not telling you to not, not to do reviews but start doing th- videos that are like 15 30 seconds long because that's the next big thing that's going to come out over social media.
1: Yeah. Well they had Vine <clears throat> who was a was a predecessor
0: of yeah, like but that, who the, that was popular who, before. But was, yeah, the
1: thing is, there's only six
0: seconds. I, yeah. I think that
1: was too late. But little. I'm,
0: saying, I'm saying, though, what was impressive to me now in retrospect was Brian Holser. For anybody who doesn't know, Brian Holser is the guy over at Kenro Industries, owners of Esther Brook Pens. He saw this shit coming. He mm. saw the whole TikTok cra- craze and the whole short form video on IG and now Facebook. He saw it all coming before anyone else did. Before any of the influencers or anybody was doing any of this shit on TikTok or IG reels yep. and any of that stuff, or the you know the short IG, this dude saw mm-hmm. it coming. Guy's smart. Yep. Anyway, I wanted to just give him a shout out because I love the guy. Anyway, but yeah, you're really getting good with these videos. It's it's a lot of fun, especially with the creativity, letting go. Of the the you were so tight assed back in the day, right? Yeah. And then I remember the first video that you did that made me lose my shit laughing was the monte grappa was it called the flame the monte grappa fortuna flame or it was the one that it was oh
1: fl- the, the the yeah i know what you want you talk about like the the one that's the steel with the blow torch
0: yeah they yeah. blow torched it what a failure of a pen that was because if you hold it long enough you just wipe off all the blow torching or it happened ink gets on it, too. Yeah, it was terrible. But that video was hilarious because you started off slow with, like, the little puns. And then it got fast more and more and then just didn't stop. It was one after another, after another, after another. And I was like, that is fucking funny. I didn't know he had a personality. And then mm-hmm. I remember I said to you, I'm like, dude, I wish you would just let more of that happen. And now you're yeah. kind of like, you just exploded with it. And I love trying it. Trying to, like,
1: <clears throat> open it up board yeah like right all, all, at
0: but the thing is though the only thing you're holding back since it's you know you work for a retailer and you can't truly let whatever fly out of your mouth is you're you're still not inappropriate you're not using profanity and stuff like that you know what i'm saying creative
1: but, constraints you know right
0: creative constraints which is necessary for a professional environment which where you work so having said that I want to reiterate to you that this is the platform where there is no creative restraint so if you want to talk about buttholes for the next hour this is the place to do it buttholes inks and nibs this is the place right you this want is to talk what the about people have come for they know right. that
1: this is coming so
0: right stinky belly buttons inks nibs let's do it whatever it is oh, that's on it. your mind but yeah yeah so anyway i wanted to just talk about that because i was thinking about how far we both came since 2018, and well, I think really I have think... a
1: lot. Uh, I have a lot of you to thank for it too, because talking oh, to well, you I mean, and you know, kind of working with you and and getting mm-hmm. feedback on the videos and and, and you encouraging me mm-hmm. to provide more of that personality, I think has really made a difference. In I mean, it's not. It wasn't an overnight thing. It was just a gradual right. process, but it was over time. You just started to see more and more comfortability and more. Mm-hmm you know, more personality being put into everything. Right.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I I really don't think that, I think that was all you. I think, I definitely (laughs) think it's all you because like the scripts that you write and the jokes that you tell, that's all you. I think I was just the guy who was the bad influence, Mm. right? That just released the nozzle just a little bit to let some of that pressure out. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's it. That's all I was in that whole thing. (laughs) But... Yeah, no, because we're coming. It's the December twenty seventh. It's Tuesday, December twenty seventh, and I'm thinking about a lot of things. You know, towards the end of the year, I hate holidays. Not -hmm. that I hate people and stuff like that, but a lot of people just don't like holidays. A lot of people have their own reasons. I'm not, you know, I'm not playing a sob story. I just, I'm not particularly fond of holidays and stuff like that. But it does make me think about things that make me not happy, and it makes me think about things that make me happy yeah and what i realized you know as we approach the end of 2022 the last couple of years weren't the easiest in in my life at all and it wasn't the easiest for a lot of people a lot of people experienced loss a lot of people experienced tragedy mm-hmm. i don't even come close to saying that i had any of that happen to me i you know of course i ex- i did have you know i lost a bunch of friends and stuff like that and had to deal with coping with traumas and you know sad things but everybody has to deal with that yes and what i realized recently is i don't feel sorry for myself and the reason why i don't feel sorry for myself is because i feel like i have become the person that i wanted to be when i was five years old you know what i mean so, like, if I could go back in time and meet five-year-old me, I think five-year-old me would look up to me now. Mm. And there's that not is... a lot of a lot of people that can that can say that.
1: Oh, that's that's a. I would say that's a major achievement because a lot of people may look back on their aspirations as a child mm-hmm. and think like, "Oh, well, where did I go wrong? Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm very, very far from what I thought that I would be." Mm-hmm. When I, you know, with all the dreams And stuff that I've, uh, I originally thought I was Going to be a paleontologist when I was mm. A young sprite yeah. And, uh, and, you know I, I, I Dinosaurs are cool But right. I, I just, other than having A fascination at probably just knowing Some of the dinosaurs and then watching Jurassic Park, I didn't have yeah. any Fascination to go out to remote Areas and unbury bones Out of mm. the, the desert, so You know, it just, it just It changes, but still though, like I was very much into arts and drawing and making things just kind of come about manifest mm-hmm. and st- getting things that are out of my head. You just, there there are journals. I, I have had a journal since I was probably like 10 or 11 years old. I remember the one of the first ones I had was a, a marbled composition book and I actually had it stashed underneath my couch cushions in my living room and mm-hmm. it had a had a velcro lock on it installed a little velcro strip to keep it closed so that Mm -hmm. no one was going to read it but you know it's a velcro strip like people are going to open it anyway but that Mm -hmm. was like it's just this kind of like an indication that i had interest in art and in writing and self-expression and Mm -hmm. that i could say has still been a major theme that i continue with this to this Mm -hmm. day so yeah that's awesome yeah so i think my five-year-old me would would probably be pretty satisfied where i am at this moment as well mm-hmm.
0: that's cool yeah i remember but, being... i mean that's
1: that's good to that you also that that's something that you could look at as like a silver lining to all the stuff that has happened in the mm-hmm. last two years that it's it's a pot it's a huge positive to say you know what yeah I've, all with all the stuff that happened i could still look at myself and say you know what i live up to my
0: own expectations mm-hmm Well, you know what it is, is I find that and this is not just for me, I found that during times of adversity, you either become better, or you become worse. And I feel like, in order to make it through, I had to Mm -hmm. become better. And what I what I'm really, like, when I was a young kid, I just wanted to not be a coward when I grew up and I didn't want to be afraid of stuff when I grew up I wanted to be I wanted to be ethical and at the time I didn't really know what that meant like what I what I meant when I was five or when I was a little kid was I want to not be afraid to do right things do things that are right you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I didn't because when, when I was in kindergarten, first grade, I would see like all these kids pick on this other kid. And I didn't want that kid being picked on to be me, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be the kids picking on that kid. And it took some time from the incident where that kid was being bullied for me to have the courage to try to stop it. It took some time. It literally took until I was in high school. And the feeling of not doing anything or not being able to like do anything as a kid was such a helpless, cowardice feeling. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. So by the time I made it into high school, by that time I was kind of more, I don't know how to say this the right way, I guess aggressive or... I was, I was, I don't know how to say it. Like, I, I'm willing to... to
1: act upon your sense of justice for right. a situation. Right, Like, Like, if I you was... saw something that was wrong, you were more right. apt to act on it.
0: Yeah, like, at that point in my life, if I got in someone's face, even if I was scared, I would do it and act like a tough guy. And I was, I was more, like, I guess, violent. Not That's not the right word. I was just assertive. more assertive. That's a great word for it, actually. Man, I'm glad I thought of that. I got good words. I was definitely more assertive and then what I what I couldn't understand was even though I was being more assertive, there was always that there was always like fear behind the assertiveness cuz you're going to mm-hmm. meet confrontation when you are assertive. And I was always afraid. And then I didn't want to be afraid. But then mm-hmm. I think over time I realized Not wanting to be afraid is not the key. The key is coping with being afraid. And coping with being afraid and doing something that you're afraid of anyway. That is what is courage. And I found a lot of things were happening in the last two years that caused me lots of fear. And for every single one of them, sometimes I didn't have a choice, but sometimes I did. I had no choice, but and if I did have a choice, I had to get past that fear and make whatever happened happen. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about it over the last couple of days. Because of that, I think I made the five-year-old version of me very proud.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, a lot of retrospective thinking, thinking about stuff, you know. There's
1: a lot of looking back at the yeah, whole entire I had- year.
0: I haven't had a lot of calm time, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have, a, there, was no, there wasn't a lot of calm in the last couple of years for me. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of chaos and a lot of anxiety and stress and fear. And then I went to Puerto Rico, which was amazing. <laughs> and while we were in Puerto Rico, I was falling asleep and I was thinking to myself, my God, I am so grateful and lucky. And happy that I'm able to do this with my wife today, now in today's time, because there was a time when I first met my wife, I shit you not, as hard as it is to believe, she didn't want to have anything to do with me. She uh. <laughs> we, we were just friends. She had no desire to date me. She had no desire to but I kept like following around school. Oh, I was friend zone from the start because I was already uh. dating some other girl. Before uh, I met my wife, so we were friends. I don't feel so bad for you now anymore. Right, <laughs> but climbing out of the friend zone with my wife was super hard. Because I remember I was like six months after, after <laughs> six months after we, you know, we had met. I was like, and this is like a this is six months. Well, six months after I broke my girlfriend and I at the time, my ex girlfriend broke up. Six months goes by, and I'm trying to, like, like date my wife. She just kept dropping without, like, realizing. She's like, yeah, you know, the thing about you is you just don't do it for me. That's why someone like you would never wow. end up on my radar. Stuff like that, you know. But she didn't say it like that. But that was just the, you know, because we were friend zones. So, like, to her, it was like, but it all worked out. And I'm very, I was just very happy about it. But anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. You know what else I'm happy about? What I'm very grateful about? Okay, I want you to take a guess. Pens. Yes, this one in particular. Did you see? <laughs> did you see this one?
1: Yeah, on Instagram,
0: you got that as oh. a special present over the weekend, right? Oh my goodness gosh! This showed up on December twenty third, right before Christmas, in in the mail, and this one is called the Monteverde. Super. Super- Super Mega Abalone collection. It's a limited edition of 999 pieces. Now I'm assuming it's because Monteverdi was established in the year 1999. Why didn't they just do the extra 1000, right? These would sell, I think. So this this sleeve which is just just really nice limited edition artwork and stuff it has a pen on it, you know, on the back it says the word Abalone 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 mine's number 548 i don't know how i feel about that number but i don't give a shit about it right now but i pull this out and and it's the same generic box that all the monteverdi pens come in i wish if they do a limited edition pen they do something special with the box right but it's just it's your standard clamshell with the card that's jammed into the top over here that you always have to kind of rip out in order to Mm -hmm. so annoying and then there's information on the super mega abalone which is great drawing a of giant it. paragraph of which no one wants to read i will never read that I, I probably will never read that and i'm gonna just ask you to summarize it for me the bed comes up and then you have the warranty card lifetime warranty on all monteverde pens or any pen from from owned by yaffa right so mm-hmm. like conklin warranty card instructions right Is i do still... like how
1: the ink cartridges are nestled in those little foam cutout out yeah. things they're like I, I do like that too. They're Most not just brands dangling. will just let them be rolling around in the back, you know, they're just
0: apt to yeah. explode. But yeah, can we they... talk about the. Can we talk about the Super Mega Pen real sure. quick? This is just so beautiful. It is. So, this this drives me crazy though. Oh, the black nib. Yeah, that. So you know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to take it off. Take the, the OmniFlex that is rose gold. Is that rose gold or you know, off of my so. abalone that is the so that is trim. rose gold on your super mega too. this rose yes gold trim. the super mega rose gold trim but i i just i wish they could do something about that right there's nothing about a black nib that matches the rose gold trim no, abalone not pen so much. nothing not about so it much. nothing about it makes sense they should just i mean there is an abalone super mega that has black trim that makes sense. Perfect. Absolutely. But if you got the the rose gold, I think you need to just dump the black nib and put in a OmniFlex. You know what I mean? The OmniFlex yeah. rose gold
1: nib, or find if you have any other Yovo number six nib that has rose rose gold finish, like a leonardo might. so
0: no but you want the branding though like i can't this you know but, but is, i can't
1: branding or the color of the nib i think the color of the
0: nib uh, why, should, why should why should we precedence. live in a world where we have to choose it should be both <laughs> Mont- what Mont- kind Verde of did this to you existence do i have to i gotta just get another Monte
1: Verde. Monte Verde faced you with this ethical dilemma so you need to choose yeah. it's right. the trolley car situation you need to choose between either the
0: matching color nib
1: or a different branding of a nib, that's it.
0: Well, I don't have to choose now because I have the OmniFlex nib that comes on Conklin's and Monteverde's and it's rose gold, so now it matches. I just got to get another one for my Endura that now Mm -hmm. has an unmatching, but this one is really nice. I like the word that you used to describe this look way back when. Assertive? No, opulent. (laughs) Okay. Opulence. Yeah. You you described this pen as opulent and it is certainly that. What I love about it is the same thing with the Enduro again, let me just assemble this pen. I think has has, Mont- it has Yafa basically
1: of- made every single model of pen in either the Conklin or the Monte Verde line in abalone at this point. I like think don't they, even I, like yeah, tool I think pens they have. come in abalone now and monza is a monza pen going to come out in abalone as well i hope i I feel like they've done every single pen in abalone you're gonna see a uh, some sort of scientific report in the next year or so saying that the world's supply of abalone is now at like the brink yeah endangered it's on the brink of extinction because of Yaffa and Monteverde and... No, I'm, j- I'm joking, people, because it's probably, like, some... They, they get it from New Zealand. I think it's, like, a... It's not protected like it is here. I think there's certain species of abalone that you can't farm in the United States. But in New Zealand, I guess it's open game
0: and that they have plenty of this particular type of abalone shell that's laying around. But... You can go to a sushi place and order abalone, and then the shell on the inside of the shell looks like this. Yeah. I don't really like it. It tastes like rubber band. I, I don't
1: like. Uh, yeah, I don't like the. the, the was it uh, Jim Gaffigan calls it uh, snot on a rock?
0: You know. It's, mm. it's, well, it's, no, no, uh, no. That's that's different. The app that's that's just like regular clams and mussels and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Abalone is like it tastes like rubber band. It doesn't taste like snot. Okay. So it actually it actually is like a thicker, more chunkier meat that i just don't like it just tastes like a rubber band but the inside of the shell literally looks like this and if you look at this pen for everybody watching it's like a 12-sided faceted pen but when you touch it it's perfectly cylindrical so it's constructed so it has all these facets but then it's lacquered so it just feels round and smooth and it's a super mega smooth all all the way around it's the super mega design which means it's a whole lot of pen mm-hmm. and i i adore it i love it it's just so in your face it's so opulent it's so ostentatious is that the right word somebody used i saw uh, it sounds round. good
1: to me can you right. post the cap on that
0: you mean like that yeah yeah, you, you can. can post the cap. Yes, you can. And it's not, can. like,
1: dangling off there. It actually posts.
0: No, look, 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 look. I'm, I'm jacking off my pen to show you that geez. it can post, right?
1: I have – I have, the the pens that I had, this was from the carbon fiber models, yeah. none of them posted. Do you want and, to see my then, carbon fiber, fiber model saying, post? Like, oh, it posts. I, I'm like, I must have a batch that just don't post or either, I don't, I'm not doing it right.
0: I don't know if you could screw up. The posting, I think, it, I don't I think, think it, I
1: can. No, I don't think I can. I really, I think I, think that, I have enough pen knowledge not to. Right. That's what I'm about to say. the cap of a, on the back of a pen.
0: I think that maybe, like you said, it was certainly a group that just wouldn't post, right? Cause right. didn't even Drew say that it didn't post? Yeah, he Jew had messaged me
1: like sidebar. Hey, Tom. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're not posting. I'm like, right. Finally, someone who agrees with me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's not that I didn't agree with you. It's just like you're like, oh, they don't post, and I'm like, huh, really? That's called posting, <laughs> right? And you're like, no, they don't. I'm like, what do you mean, no, they don't? But isn't don't? it going to mess I'm up? The, it. Isn't it going to mess up the finish that way though? Or no, it won't. On the, I'll it won't. tell you why. Because the threads on the inside are plastic. Plastic. Good. Which I am not crazy about because when you do go to cap it, sometimes you get cross threading that it has, mm-hmm. that it snaps together and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I I actually have no problem posting it. That's Maybe a the cute ones of you have. Pen. Yeah. Do you have that's these at Gold Spot? Are you ha- are you having these or not we, into these? Did we add this? Because I mean, there's so been so many releases in December
1: that I'm just like I've fallen behind with just keeping up with all this. No, stuff I mean that's, that's fair because you got so see.
0: much going on i'm just wondering Uh, i don't even know what they cost it was it was just such a lovely gift to receive from niv over at yafa it's just a beautiful i think we've beautiful haven't
1: they haven't popped on the website yet so i think that they may have not been listed yet but i really should be yeah we should be getting them though because those are pretty cool
0: they are pretty cool the super mega i mean i just love how un unreasonably large and mega it is And then the fact that it's abalone just really does it for me i love the abalone look it's i'm not that big into metal pens but if you're going to go away from acrylic abalone is the way to do it i don't even know how much these cost can we look up how much these super mega abalone's cost siri talking to you what's all the noise over
1: there we we installed a a new alexa in the room and they just made an announcement Mm. being they meaning the rest of the family made an announcement for i guess like i don't know to do what but Mm. It, 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 yeah, it got pumped into here. Uh, nice. Let me see, because I, I don't see it on the website. So uh, on the Goldspot website. So let me uh, go look it up here.
0: Mega, you type uh, so fast. Abalone. No, but I'm just I'm just so amazed by the amount of abalone on this pen, and it's just. So I the like fountain
1: it. MSRP is two sixty five, and the <gasps> would be two twelve. Okay. Is that not? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a
0: lot. It's a lot, but at the same time, you gotta realize, like, if you look at brands like Zeiss or Laban, mm-hmm. their abalone pens are over two hundred dollars as well, right? And it's because it's a
1: large amount of abalone on this super mega pen. Yeah, large the, amount of abalone. The
0: amount of abalone spared on, no expense. Right. <laughs> Where they did spare the expense, though, and I I gotta say it because it's just true is, not the Yovo nib. I'm glad they have Yovo nibs where they spared the expenses the feed. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times the nib and the feed mismatch because they're not designed for each other. That's my only caveat. A lot of times I find you got to heat set them, right? The thing is, like,
1: they're spending the money on the Yovo nib, the metal nib itself. Mm -hmm. With everybody else making uh, so many people, so many manufacturers make Yovo number six pens.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And they come with the Yovo feed. Why not just include them with the Yovo feed? Because then they have to put, they have to install it into the Yovo housing, and the Yovo housing has a different thread assembly than all the machining that Yafa owns for making the Conklin and Monteverde pens. Because now yeah. they, then they have to now invest in machines that to, do to make just threads. the housing and then the threading yeah. inside the section. Yeah, I get it. So, but the thing
1: is, though, like it's just. The, the, the That's, like, kind of the major sticking point. That's what you brought up. That's what a lot of other people bring yeah. up, too, is that it, unless you don't know... Because, like, you can get around it if you decide to heat set it and you know a little bit about tinkering around with your nib. You can mm-hmm. get around that. A lot of people don't, especially if you're yeah. buying this pen or you're buying a, an equivalent Yovo number no. 6 pen from Monteverdi or Conklin that, you know, is of, let's say, the price level 50 to $75 or $100. Mm-hmm. That, like, you may not be that savvy with being able to do that so you're stuck with a, a nib that let's say starts to dry out or has mm-hmm. ink flow problems and things like that and, mm-hmm. and and a normal Yovo nib with a normal Yovo feed would not have that issue
0: no it would not and but and like the truth is yes that would be a major improvement it would also jack the price up of the pen mm-hmm. because maybe by 10 15 bucks because all that 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 does cost I don't think, I think the cost would be worth it if you had yeah. the whole true Yovo nib and the housing because the, um, and the feed, because the feed, it just conforms with the nib so well because the the feed is more like a spring. It's like bending a spring, whereas the chibi plastic feed is like just a stiff rod, right? So mm-hmm. you put a, you put a rounded nib against a stiff rod, It's it's just going to do this. And that space in between my hands is going to interrupt capillary action. But if you have a spring that's a feed, it's going to just conform to the nib's shape. And you won't have interrupt capillary action, which is why Yovo nib Yovo nib units work so well. That's why everybody loves them, right? So let mm-hmm. me take a Yovo pen with a Yovo nib that I have here. The Esterbrook SD, right? This is that Nova Bue, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it has like a, a like a rounded top nib, but the feed just conforms to it. It's the Yovo feed, you know. They know what they're doing, that Yovo. Yeah, those Yovo people, and you know, Estabrook knows what they're doing because they went for the whole the whole Yovo nib feed and unit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, at the same time, Estabrook had no established manufacturing, you know. Right. In Maine, so you know. So it's a changed course, especially when we're talking,
1: you know, whole machining and, and manufacturing yeah. aspect, it's, you'd have to make some pretty significant it, investments and it's in And changes.
0: realize it's not just buying the extra feed this, and the extra housing. It's now having to buy and make new machines to make the new threads in all the old pens that they already have, mm-hmm. right? All the sections now. Well, also, considering you know, you have
1: to consider too is that they have made changes, especially even looking at the OmniFlex nib. They've made iterative yeah. changes to their pens in the past based on performance, mm-hmm. but I guess it just hasn't hit that threshold of, oh, well, we really need to make this change to the feed that people are more than I guess uh, I guess more willing than not to just you know mm-hmm. deal with it. Let's say yeah.
0: I hear you, but you know, it's this pen here, the, (laughs) the super Super mega, Mega. super mega abalone, gorgeous pen. It, It just doesn't get more in your face, opulently ostentatious and attractive than this. This is like having your dessert, but not just one scoop of ice cream, but like 12 scoops of every different flavor in one bowl. And being, and being allowed to eat it, if you're a kid, your parents won't stop you. And if you're an adult, you can eat it, and it'll have no health consequences whatsoever. That's what this pen is like for me. Will, could it be hit or miss in terms of the writing experience? Yeah. That's when you send it back to Gold Spot Pens and have Tom fix it for you, and then he'll send oh, it back. No, don't. See, the thing is, like, that just... <laughs>
1: I don't want all that extra work
0: Oh no, you're going to get the extra work Because these pens are coming into your stock at Goldspot People are going to buy them and, and I guarantee you half of them are going to say It'll just stop writing halfway through a sentence They're going to send it back You're going to fix it for them They're going to receive it from you They're going to be happy And that's far better Well than I will just-
1: tell you it's definitely not half You know, Being that being that Goldspot has sold so many uh, Monteverde and Conklin pens. It's definitely not half. It it probably is a more, because you, we, there is more volume with selling, mm-hmm. let's say Duragraphs at 50% off or Monteverde prima pens. And they mm-hmm. and sometimes they could go on sale too. So if there's a whole bunch of them going out, then occasionally you'll get some coming back and saying, Hey, nibs not performing the way that I thought it would, you know, could you help me out? It's what really kills me is when you start spending the Boku bucks like on a Visconti pen, and you're yeah. having to basically clean up after their poor quality control. That's what really bothers me. You know, as I'm like, so, I'm like there should be no reason why anybody's right. paying that much bank for that.
0: I have a question for you though, okay? And the reason I'm bringing up this question is because oh, you can hear Gar- <laughs> that's actually Stewie. Stewie, I'm recording shut up <laughs> now, don't talk to Stewie that way he's the cutest kitty ever but listen so since the pens that we're talking about are $100, $200 when they come from Monteverdi or, or Conklin right mm-hmm. my question is yeah maybe it's not half I'm exaggerating what percentage would you say it is
1: Oh, if I, were to, I would just have to give you a ballpark on
0: that ballpark and, it you don't have to be 100% like,
1: but I mean where where the thing is, like, it's you have to also take just it into some context give me a comparison. Of right. So I'm, give me a I'm guessing number. it would probably be like less than five percent.
0: Okay, less than five percent out of how many pens sold? Rough average.
1: I'm just saying, out of all of the out of the Conklin and Mont- and Monteverde brands, I would probably say I, less than five percent. You'll right, have but I'm saying less with.
0: less than five percent of what though? Of the whole total amount of whatever. And what 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 rough total amount would that be? Because you're you're giving a metric number based on a whole what's the whole
1: well i'm like, giving you the piece of the pie so whatever the right. whole pie is but I, I would probably say we're talking like hundreds of pens hundreds I, of I, pens yeah i'm thinking somewhere between the number of like three to five hundred pens in the last like okay so let's take the middle so. of it
0: let's say four let 400 pens okay you sold in the last how many months i mean like six months between,
1: we're talking about both brands put together. so Yeah, you sell like, 400
0: well. between Conklin and Monteverdi within six months. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm That's a lot. Well, right anyway, now. let's just say 400. 5% would be 20 pens, right? Yeah. Right. right so that's 5%. You're better with is, math than I am, right? Definitely not. But my question <laughs> is this being that the pens are not like $800 pens. Mm hmm the five percent, the 20 that you're getting back how much percentage would you guess and obviously there's no way to tell are you not getting back from default or faulty pens because the person who bought it is just like you know what this sucks i'm just not going to buy another one and they don't you uh, never yeah, hear I from be able them to tell you but i because... think there
1: would be a significant amount but i i would probably say more so maybe like out of like that would probably be like even like less than 1%, I would say. Mm-hmm. Cuz most of the time you would have people just say, "Hey, you know, something's up with this." And but I do know that there will be some that just say, "I just wrote with it and just threw it in my drawer and I don't want to deal with it anymore." Right. I and know my that friend like that.
0: my friend Brian, he bought two pens from Monteverde and he's had less than favorable experiences with the writing experience one of them was a regatta that was like you know the carbon fiber abalone carbon fiber abalone section right the other one i forgot what the other one was but he said like he'll be writing with it and it'll just stop after like five or six sentences he has to like shake it prime it and that happened and with the first one that he got whatever the that pen was and he's just like i'm not going to buy anything from the brand anymore and i asked him did you say anything to the retailer did you you know, he bought it at Goulet Pens. I'm like, did you reach out to Goulet Pens? Because they'll do something. They'll they'll help you out for sure. He's like, nah, I'm just not going to buy him. And I, I'm just wondering, yeah, you know, maybe 5% comes back to you. But I wonder it, how much larger that number would be if you accounted for those type of people who would just be like, oh, I'm not going to deal with it. Or just, I have more things pressing things. It was only this much money. I, I just don't have the time for it. I don't have the will to get it done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: I would say also too is to factor in because you mentioned that it also got my brain thinking about the people that do get it have some sort of issue with it but then are able to correct it themselves mm-hmm. through, you know you said heat setting or tinkering with the nib i think mm-hmm. that amount would probably be higher than the amount of people that just just run into it and then just eat it and just say right oh, screw it you know i'm just not buying anything from them again
0: yeah i hear you well i mean we got I, I would like to take a survey or some sort of a poll. And and this is not to put anybody on blasts. You know, I would I, I do this because like, think about it, if you do this, you're improving your or you're moving towards change that could improve a brand more than hurt them. Right? Right. But I wonder for everybody listening, or watching, which one are you? Are you a the person who has a problem with the writing experience and immediately gets it corrected through the retailer. Are you B someone who just fixes it themselves or are you C someone who just throws in a drawer and eats it? I'm just curious. I would hope that everybody listening can email us at entertainmentpodcast@gmail.com. I would we definitely apply appreciate... this to also
1: other brands too, like Twisby, for example, we could be like, right. Oh, how many times have people come across cracking issues? And just oh, well, decided. That's, three yeah. That's, options? That's, contact Twisby for a replacement part, which I know a lot of people do, mm-hmm. throw it in a drawer or, to- or toss it out and just say, F it never again. Mm-hmm. Or three, try to, f- well, actually you really can't fix like a crack yourself. Although I've well, seen no. people who try to use like epoxy and things like that, but I don't really think yeah. you could fix, you know, a crack is a crack no. It's just pretty much dead after that. Well, point.
0: my, well, that's, that's what was my intention. I wasn't specifically talking about Conklin Monteverde. I was talking about it in general, and, right. In yeah. general, I just want to know in general, for anybody watching, for anybody listening, which which one are you? Are you A, the person that gets it fixed right away through the retailer or manufacturer? Or B, are you the person that fixes it themselves? Or C, are you the type of person who just throws it in the drawer and, and moves on? And, I
1: think that answer actually may change based on the value of the pen. Because I've known that people mm-hmm. are more forgiving with pens that are of a certain price range mm-hmm. so up to let's say like 50 to 75 dollars they just may say oh you know what I'll, or i'll right. try writing with it and try doing this that and the other thing mm-hmm. or just throw it in a drawer and just forget about it but then once it hits that certain price point right like you know we're talking 100 200 plus and then this littlest thing could be off about it's like no I need mm. to reach out and right. manufacturer to retailer they need to like i i can't you know i i because it's it's a it's a hefty investment at that sure. point
0: yeah absolutely and and also you know like you said it depends on the user's experience too like for example if i get a visconti homo sapien i'll try to fix it myself but yeah but like a lot of people I, will I know not you're... do that you are comfortable with it, but, I
1: mean, especially, too, is that you, I mean, like, if you get it, let's say if you got it as, like, a, you know, like, a sponsorship thing or whatever, mm-hmm. or, 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 like, you got a substantial discount, maybe it might be more apt to do But some, sometimes with people paying full yeah. retail price or, or buying yeah. one that's, like, a limited edition. And they get it, and it's just—it's a lemon. Like it's just like the nib, is, the tines are misaligned, or something really funky's mm-hmm. on it. Like the the ring that separates the the body from the the piston knob is is kind of loose and dangly. Like there's yeah. just so many things that 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 I've come across, you know. And it's just like it's just like why would you why would you even put up with that with the amount right. of money that you're spending you shouldn't.
0: on it? You know, and I and I'm a big believer in 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 that, like you shouldn't have to fix it. You shouldn't have to be okay with something that is not as it should be. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't also have to wait for it to come back. You shouldn't have to wait for it to go to the retailer and then come back. You shouldn't have to do any of that stuff, you know? So for me, it depends a lot on the balance of like, would I rather wait for it to come back in the mail or would I just rather fix it myself? It depends, like right? like if a center band falls off and it needs epoxy, easy. I can just do that myself. Yeah. But like you said, a lot of people may not be comfortable with that. Well, or that, and also, a, you know, also
1: you feel like at a certain point you you bought this so that you yeah. can enjoy it of the the, the the luxury of it. You don't have it's not a do it yourselfer. You yeah, have to put that's this a great damn point. pen together. Right. Like I have to put I have to put this thing in and Freaking fix it, like yeah. in to use it, like no, yeah. <laughs> that can soil the experience. Oh, major, experience major, soiled,
0: yeah, one hundred percent, just totally Someone soilism. Shit, my cereal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but you know, I, I I do enjoy. So we did this giveaway that we're still that's still pending. We're gonna announce next week for Banu, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what pen we're giving away?
1: That is the the oh the the talisman ice and snow.
0: Right. That. So yeah. we're giving away a talisman Banu talisman ice and snow and the way you are to enter is to basically email us at, pen at gmail.com. What day should you not skip based on Ink Journal/PenboyRoy's Instagram? The answer is somewhere in the feeds. And then you send us your answer, and then we're going to select on in a week the winning answer. And we've gotten so many email responses, and I just love it, and I really do appreciate it. There's so many of them. Some of them come with people writing out their response on a page in their beautiful handwriting, taking a picture of it and sending us the picture. Some of us That's write jokes. Some of us make fun of Tom and hashtag fire Tom in there I Love fired. That. Right, right. I, I think there was this one email that was like, you know, of all the of the many times that Roy has roped in Goldspot to do a giveaway out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm surprised they <laughs> haven't hashtag fired Tom, right? That one was a great <laughs> one. That one made me laugh. I'm like, hey, don't call me out in front of Tom. <laughs> so yeah, I do appreciate your responses. Please keep sending in your responses to that and also the responses to the question posed in the in the episode today as well. Right. What kind of consumer are you? I just I think it's important. I want to know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's think... important to con- consider this for pretty much anything, too, mm-hmm. is that is that, uh, you know, we, we are a consumer culture and we, we buy a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these things do not work out, and it's you know I think it's important to have some thoughts about you know how you approach the the process and of, of you know when things do fall to you know below your expectations, yeah, and, and to kind of understand like well what 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 are my responsibilities versus what, how do I feel you know the transaction should go and like what do I feel that the level of quality you know, should, mm. should be provided by the retailer
0: or the manufacturer, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. I, I definitely looking forward to hearing from you guys on that. Can I tell you a funny story that happened today now that we're talking about, like, sure. customer experiences? I got one of those bullshit fucking calls from, like, scammers. Oh, like I,
1: extended warranty sort of no, thing?
0: No, no. I was an office call. Somebody reading
1: you saying that they're going to come with the IRS and the police no, and they're going no, to come no, and arrest no. you for back taxes. And no. no, you can
0: keep guessing. You're not going to guess. So I'm going to just tell the story. <laughs> okay. How does that sound to you? Sounds fine to me. All right. So, oh, man. So someone calls the office, right? And it's a little bit difficult to understand. Middle Eastern accent, very thick Middle Eastern accent, but they're trying to sell us Cialis. Viagra and other erectile dysfunction fucking medications. And he was like giving us a whole spiel and speech on how it's a dollar a pill and blah, 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 blah. Right? So we were like, hold on a second, hold on a second. A dollar a pill is standard from our street pharmacist. So what can we do in terms of price? Like my guy gets me all the pills I want for 80 cents. Can you do 75 cents a pill? and there we we negotiated we kept this fucker on the phone for like 20 minutes we negotiated from a dollar down to 75 cents right and like we negotiated 500 pills at the highest 500 pills of cialis cialis is that how you say it cialis i'm not sure how to pronounce it but we went from 80 cents to 75 cents 500 pills at the highest milligrams whatever it was and then i was like hey listen i gotta be honest with you okay I I have a real problem here man this my fucking thing is like a fucking like deflated party balloon I need extra (laughs) I need extra power and then he uh, then he suggested a combination of Cialis and Viagra so I'm like all right so can I do 500 500 of each combination and then he's like okay then we can't discount it so I'm like all right listen if you can't discount it down from a (laughs) dollar to 75 cents I'm just not doing it I'm not even going to do the first order of 500 Cialis at uh, 75 cents So then we got him down from a dollar down to 75 cents on 500 additional Viagra pills. So he was like, okay, let me, let me get your address. So what I did is we provided the address to some random building that we know exists. Right. And then they were asking, they were asking for names. So we gave him the name of one of our colleagues who wasn't present in the room. And, (laughs) and then where it is that he started to figure out, that we were just fucking with him is he asked for an email address so he can send confirmation and all that stuff this he didn't ask for the credit card yet so so well actually he had asked for a credit card but we diverted and like talked about other questions and made him forget and then he asked us for the email address so we started giving him the email address and we were like okay it's going to be g as in gonad o as in oscar f as in freaky u as in umbrella c as in clitoris and he's like right and then he was like let me guess k as in kite you know and then and we're like yes yes and then why and so we spelled out go fuck yourself at (laughs) gmail.com and then and then either we hung up or he just hung up i can't remember but it was Mm. really funny it was it was a big fat waste of time and it's like who falls for this shit right (laughs) some random guy trying to sell you 500 pills of a prescription medication right and it's like how dumb but he tried he really tried like i because it works that's that's the reason why they do
1: it is because there's out of that because that's the that's the dude's thing all day long it's just calling and calling and calling and calling calling doesn't care how many times that he fails there's always going to be that time that they get they put it through on one person and then it succeeds
0: yeah like listen if somebody calls you asking for money credit card numbers trying to sell you shit just don't do it just don't do it If somebody calls you saying hey listen you're getting fined for something or you're getting in trouble if you don't pay this you need to buy gift cards and then pay me with the gift card don't do it i went to my
1: i went to my local cvs to buy a gift card for you know for the holidays and stuff like that so i was buying a a gift card and they they have a disclaimer on the pin pad where you usually would like you know the screen where you have where it tells you the total and what's what's on your order and stuff and it says like oh beware of gift card scams and i i i just look the 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 guy behind the register and i just like say completely dead deadpan face i'm like uh, no sir i am not being coerced to buy this gift card it is for a christmas <laughs> present yeah and it's just like it's just, yeah it's it's crazy though it's just that yeah. uh, you know it's like it's like it's just the world that we live in the, and these these scams that people come up with it's just mm. is you know it, it makes you scratch your head sometimes because you're just like how do people fall for it but then you just mm. realize that there's,
0: there's a reason why they're doing this because people do fall for fall for it, it. So. yeah and th- it happens a lot during this time of the year also. and you know what I, you know what I discovered a lot of people fall for is like free dating sites where mm-hmm. people will send you dirty pictures or ask for dirty pictures. Don't send dirty pictures to anybody. and the moment you receive dirty pictures from somebody, unless mm-hmm. you personally know them, great. That's a keeper. But if you don't personally know them, don't and you receive one, block that number. Because the next thing that happens is you're going to have, listen, here's the thing, you're, you know, listen, you, Tom, I know not you because you're married and you have kids, but let's say you're single, okay, you're a single dude, Mm -hmm. and you're being cheap, so you're not going through one of these dating sites where you have to pay, you're doing some of these free ones, you reach out to this lady who seems on the up and up, everything seems great about it, you go through two, three months of talking, chatting. Then she's never had to do this, right? I know I was dating. Holy shit! But I'm, I'm telling you a story that's generic, but happens frequently and is typical. So this is why I'm bringing this up. So three, four months goes by of chatting, right? You're like, "Oh, this is awesome," you know. Then she sends you know you've received normal pictures of just selfies of a of an attractive lady, right? And then it gets a little steamy, and she sends you like her thigh or you know, her in her underwear doing a selfie with, you know, her breasts exposed or her vagina exposed or, or something, or something just, you know, sexual in nature, right? And then she asks you for one, and then you're dumb enough to go through with that, right? What happens next is always some sort of blackmail type shit from an uncle or a father. Hey, listen, just so you know, the girl you've been messaging is underage. I'm gonna report this to the police. No, then, there's yeah. then there's gonna be sons. Yeah, and then this guy, listen, I won't report it to the police, but send me 600 bucks. We're going through hard times. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that happens. Don't start sending dirty pictures to people. Just don't do it now, right? Like I said, you know, you're messaging somebody and you personally know them. That's a different story. If you're, if you don't personally, like know them personally, don't send shit. And even if you don't send something and you receive something, stop talking to that person instantly because even if you once you stop you're going to block the number because if you don't block the number the next thing you're going to get when they don't get a response is the same thing oh you know i just saw this on my daughter's phone she's 15. i'm going to report this to the police unless you give us money that type shit. you know what i mean yeah so just everybody be careful of that shit. it happens so frequently i know it sounds dumb but it happens so much you know what i mean and even like even like emails, you'll get random emails from scammers. You'll get, cause you know, information gets leaked all the time, you'll get a random email and the email will say something like, oh, just so you know, we have video footage of your computer that was watching you jack off to porn and stuff. <laughs> now you could do nothing, but then we'll send all these videos of you watching porn and jerking off the porn to all your family and friends. And we have all their information unless you spend, send us money. That happened. I got an email like that, and I was like, "Motherfuckers!" And
1: Isn't I'm like, "You know, apps,
0: they they have it dialed in. They see right. it. You know, it's like, listen, this is nobody, all true. In reality, nobody hacked your computer. <laughs> nobody watched you looking at your screen watching porn. And secondly, then what was if, this text that I got you know, the other right. day? No, this but my thing a weird is this: video. it's like it's like it's like this. If they really have that shit, right? And they sent it to like, for example, to you, Tom. Would you really be surprised if you found out that I watched porn? How many people? I
1: I probably would. I would not be shocked. I would be like, "Right, what are you doing sending this to me? Come on!" Like, you know,
0: everybody. Everybody that knows me knows my personality. They 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 know that like I'm a dude. I'm a fucking hornball dude. It is what it is. Right. There's nothing that anybody's going to be able to blackmail me with. Right. What what would surprise me
1: probably is that the video is only three seconds long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right well you, you you estimated at least two right <laughs> I didn't know that you went that long no but you know you'll you'll or you'll be on your phone and then all of a sudden you'll click on some innocent shopping website or like a product like you'll see, you'll see some product as you're scrolling through whatever Facebook it'll bring you to a website where it looks like you're shopping for these like cool gadgets right all of a sudden you'll get a warning screen saying, You know, you have viruses on your phone. Press here to click. Or it'll. Here's another one that scares people. It'll pop up and say that, oh, your search history shows illegal pornographic stuff, and as a result, the FBI is hunting you down and stuff like that. You need to pay the fine, otherwise, there's going to be a warrant out for your arrest. Click on this link. Yada yada yada. People fall for this shit. It's insane how often it happens. Don't fall for any of that shit. Right? Yeah, I've
1: been having to tell my kids about the text because I get text messages with like, oh, you won a something from Best Buy or you won mm-hmm. a gift card or th- they get they get them too. It's just these random messages yeah. from numbers and it's it, or or like oh, your your bill for Netflix is past due and we're gonna shut down your account. It, mm-hmm. It's just like I just have to tell them you get any text from an unknown number that you don't ever remember signing up for just never click on the link for it or if you get an email from like they're never going to contact you that way if you need to and plus you're never going to win anything let's just be real you're never going to no one's going to just drop out of the blue and just be like oh hey you won something and you don't remember Mm -hmm. ever like entering it that's not going to happen right so don't
0: get don't don't, yeah don't get fooled don't get fooled if if you receive something like that, you could actually Google the subject, like that type of message, and it'll come up. It's already been out there. And yeah. like, for if you have kids also, this is not to you Tom. this is for everybody else. Yeah, Also you, set your phone so that any unknown calls just get silenced, mm-hmm. and unknown messages don't pop up. And tell your kids, if you ever get something from other than people that is in your contact book, just bring it to me. And I'll tell you if it's okay or not. Let look at it for them. Be their filter. Be their yep. screener. Is that the right word? The screener, the yeah. person that decides if you're the secretary that decides if you're important enough before the call gets to you. The screener. I get right? I
1: get the I get those a lot from even from folks at the office too. They'll be like, Hey, Tom, you just tell me that this is like a phishing email or not because it says that it's going to shut down our Amazon account if we don't respond. And I'm like, You look at the email address that it says like amazon from you know amazon at uh goldfinger something dot net or whatever mm-hmm. it's like no this is not an amazon address and they wouldn't mm-hmm. be shutting down things anyway so yeah it, yeah so. it's yeah well it's i mean that's what that's what we're there for it's just don't just don't go blindly clicking away on links and mm-hmm. and downloading all sorts of crazy stuff to your computer and yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so anyway that's that's my spiel on on safety stuff, be paranoid. Internet question safety question being Internet discussed safety. on a pen
1: podcast.
0: Yes, absolutely. We like to talk about all things here on the Penboy Roy <laughs> Penn Entertainment Podcast. Having said that, I want to thank you guys for joining us for episode number one hundred and forty-eight of the Penboy Roy Penn Entertainment Podcast. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe.
1: Happy New Year and stay inky in twenty twenty-three.